Welcome to the Bronx Sheer Basketball Show. My name is Nathan Callanan and I'm your host. I am not joined by my co-host Jack Lynch because I've had to go and record this by myself uh, separately to our first recording session. I want all these episodes to be about 40 minutes and in our first recording session for our first episode, we recorded one hour and 40 minutes. So as you would have seen in the titles and descriptions, I've broken it up into part one and part two. In part one, we discussed Zion Williamson's debut and his amazing fourth quarter. We also gave our thoughts on 10 of the 30 teams first half of the season and that included Boston, Denver, Atlanta, Brooklyn and more. And in this second part, we will continue to do that. We will look at the rest of the 20 teams, which include the Houston Rockets, the Indiana Pacers, Giannis and the Milwaukee Bucks, the Utah Jazz going on a run, the really exciting Memphis Grizzlies with Ja Morant, the surprisingly happy OKC, Oklahoma City Thunder, and of course, we will touch on the Philadelphia 76ers, my team, and we also break down the big battle of LA, two of the title favorites, the Los Angeles Lakers and the Los Angeles Clippers. It's going to be a really good show. It's time for tip off. When he's sticking you and taking all your money. Ladies and gentlemen, please do not, do not throw anything on the board if you injure a player on either team. Decker's going to the power. He falls down. A clear path to the basket and slipped and fell much to the right of the guard's drive. Harden lost the basketball. Going to the basket, and it's going to give Westbrook an easy back. Oh, no! He missed it. They don't like to hear the fans yeah, cheering. I, I'm surprised by that, and and the players are telling them not to be doing that. When he's sticking you and taking all your money. So let's keep going to what you could say have been some of their biggest rivals last few years, the Houston Rockets. Um, for me, it's just as simple as this. I you're going to hear this a lot to our listeners. I cannot stand Russell Westbrook. I can't stand him. I would always say that my most hated team was the Oklahoma City Thunder, and I, I basically like love them now. <laughs> what changed? <laughs> <laughs> um, they got a bit more efficient, and you know what? The Rockets, apart from James Harden, I don't even know. Maybe he's, I don't know about his efficiency, but very high. The Rockets probably have dropped a bit of efficiency as well since, uh, you know, throwing away CP3 and getting Westbrook. I'm not going to talk too much. James Harden, of course, not really that much in the media because it's boring that he scores 60 points every game. And Westbrook is just a mistake. They're wasting James Harden's career, I could almost think. I mean, I don't know what the answer is. But I would not have gone and got Westbrook. He is not good enough. I don't mind the move. I think something needed to be done. I don't know if this is the right move to make, though. 
but Westbrook has been improving of late. His last 10 games, averaging 38 and 8. Mm. Harden's, you know, doing Harden things. Um, but I do think there's getting a bit of pressure. If they don't win this season, D'Antoni, is Ooh. this system potentially going to be proven that, no, it doesn't work in the playoffs? So that's I, just one to keep an eye for, I, I think. Yeah, more discussions, but I think that the way Mori has built the team, like... You get a new coach, They what else can they do nearly? You, they don't have a lot of ball handlers. It's literally just shooters and Harden. So, yeah, so we'll have to see moving forward. Um, the Pacers, um, I personally picked them before the start of the – there's a lot of P's in that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I personally picked them before the start of the season to finish third – and I'm, I'm you should liking, be proud of that. I'm one. looking you that. Be, I like that's a that good pick. Get. They have a great system, well coached. Everyone knows their roles, and the best player hasn't played at all. All is going to come in. We'll see how he fits with uh, Brogdon, but Brogdon signed there like with because he wanted to go there. Apart from money and stuff like that, he he chose there. Apparently, he knew he's going to know his role. All is going to come in. Their system's going to work. I think everyone going at their best, this is a big call. I think the Pacers are the third best team in the East. I don't doubt that. Which is another maybe discussion, but... They're playing very well. They've got a very, very good, quite young roster too. Mm. They've got seven players averaging over 10 points per game, which you don't see very often. Um, Sabonis has improved dramatically. Miles Turner was the young and upcoming centre that everyone wanted and raved about. So Bonus might just be sort of edging him out a bit. Mm. Um, obviously, they do play different roles, but maybe one day down the line they're going to have to pick one or the other. Um, definitely going to make a hard decision just by the way they're both playing. TJ Warren's a funny one. <laughs> I forgot about him. He's a good player. TJ Warren. Last year. This is one of your what moments. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? He <laughs> averaged last year. 18 points, four rebounds, one and a half assists on good efficiency. And the Phoenix are like... And they're like, yeah, can we have some cash, please? <laughs> cash they, considerations. That's all they wanted. Uh, Just to clear up some cap space. Classic. Classic Phoenix. So he's been important. He's leading their team in scoring. Um, and when I say that, there's about three people averaging 17, between 17 and 17 and a half. So it's very, very even. But he's playing well. They're playing well. Put Victor Oladipo back in there. My gosh. And they won't get much coverage. Mm. They're sort of the Utah of the East. Yeah, they definitely... I've made that comparison so much. And as a Boston fan and pro you being a Philly fan, I don't want to run into them because we I don't do. know what it's going to be like. I mean, I, I am... Yeah, <laughs> I'm too confident, I guess, with Philly. But against certain matchups, you know, against mm. certain matchups... But um, I don't think anyone should want to run into them. Um, they're a great side. Um, let's move on. The LA Clippers, the Los Angeles Clippers. We're about to go through the Clippers and then the Lakers, the bit of the Battle of LA. You could probably argue that these pretty much, all guns blazing, are two of the best three teams, if not the two best teams. Definitely two in of the top three. the league. Milwaukee. Obviously will, putting in Milwaukee. Yeah, we'll, we'll decide that one later on. It need a bit more time to watch him in the playoffs. Before the season started, we had this argument. Do you remember? Yes. Before the season started. Outside Marvel Stadium. Oh, we had it in many places. Yeah. Um, 
before the season started, I picked the Clippers to win the title. And I still believe that I, as time's gone on, I still, I like, it's like it's gone like more advanced. Like it's, it's going further. My belief is growing. My belief is growing. Um, they're hilariously cruising through the regular season. And Kawhi is the best player in the NBA. Ugh. How, how does that feel? Yeah. Look, we've had this discussion too many times. Because, sorry, I was going to track back and say LeBron is, but then that he went he, two games. And I don't want to hear about injury because it's a load of crap. Played, he ends up playing next day or whatever, next two days. LeBron needs to win that game. One of those games. And they're going to face off in the playoffs. And the Clippers are all going to be healthy. They're going to be like veiny. <laughs> Juiced up. And they are going to... Uh, they just don't even care. And I love it because they're just going to cruise. They'll have a big fight with the Lakers in the conference it's finals. It's going to be a bloodbath. Oh, my gosh. It's yeah, going to be great. Those two meet up in the Western Conference finals. Because they match up so differently. Yeah. That's and the Clippers have won two, but I re- I don't think they're that much better. So many, so much of the league matches up differently. Yeah. Um, and I don't really think any judgments matter until the trade deadline because they're mm. both going to be looking to buy. Yeah, the Lakers definitely need another ball handler, and they definitely, definitely, definitely want another wing defender. Clippers need another big. Clippers need the big, and it's going to be a battle of who can get what at the deadline. Um. But geez, it's it's good to watch. It's good to have this rivalry back. I, well, I mean, not really back. It's never really been yeah, there. first time but. really. I have been saying that if the Lakers are going to beat the Clippers in the conference finals, AD must average forty points per game in that series. It must be him, and this is counting LeBron's thirty-one, thirty-two per game, whatever it ends up being, and twelve assists to AD. Yes, AD must exploit the Clippers. However, this is what the Clippers talk about trade deadline. The Clippers have so many just little good players. Like, as I keep saying to you, Rodney Magruder. I'm pretty sure it was a sort of cash cash consideration sort of hookup with Miami. How do they get Rodney Magruder? How do they have all these players, these, oh, just serviceable players that play a role? Oh, more than serviceable. Papev, uh, sorry, Lou Will, Montreal is the best. Uh, the best. They've almost got four players averaging twenty points. A oh game. my lord! And I mean, it does help when their starting lineup changes so much that they do get the opportunity to score a lot. And I, but rate obviously Kawhi so high. I am a person that rates Paul George so high, especially the way he finished up last season. That's where I'm holding him to. And you know, then he got injured, so I don't count anything about Paul George's level. Um. After he, you know, was like an MVP candidate last season. For me, it's the Clippers. But, you know, let's keep talking. So the Lakers, all I sort of have is I um, picked them to finish fifth. um, And then I thought that they were just going to sort of cruise, sort of like the Clippers are through the the season, especially because of LeBron's age, because of the injury, injury last year and because of AD's injury proneness. Um, I did not expect them to be trying this hard. They are trying hard, and of course it is working. They're going to get the number one seed. Um, but at what cost? W- wow. Imagine if something, something. 
Don't jinx it. Don't jinx it. Don't jinx what? But I think, I know we're going to say the injury-prone player. Mm. But what I think is that the Lakers are playing hard, like you said, and they're playing very, very well together as one big unit. And going back to the Clippers, they haven't had many reps together. Mm, That's true. And that does worry me for their benefit. I don't know how they're going to come together in such little time, especially with the trade deadline just around the corner. They have to make judgment calls on what they still don't know very well. Yeah, that's fair. And I'm intrigued to see what will happen then. Um, but the Lakers, it's um, it's going to be a difficult one just because we don't know what's going to happen at the deadline. Yeah. But I can't see the Lakers getting anyone. Because I don't think they're going to find the trade for Kuzma. Darren Collison. Do you hear that? Do you hear that rumor? There's yeah. a good one. Coming yeah. back from whatever religion uh, it was. It took I saw away from something the game. today. I saw something today that Iguodala is like almost like guaranteed to be at the Warriors next season. No, oh, I don't know. There's too much to go. Oh on. my He's lord! Rubbish. The rich get richer. Mm. You go for you Boston. Don't, want- don't talk. I'm not part of a big market. You know, Philly is a big market. Philly's a bigger market than Boston. No We way. just have better, more success. And that makes you a bigger market. We'll do the numbers. You love numbers, we'll do the numbers. Surely Boston has like more something, some like fans our, around the world. Our biggest free agency signing ever is Gordon Hayward. Isn't ours like... Um, isn't ours either Moses Malone mm. or if that was a free agent... Um, Elton Brand, isn't he like the only <laughs> guy that ever came from my knowledge? Oh man. Okay. Um, let's keep going. Memphis, Memphis, they I are... had them finishing last in the West. Ja Morant is dunking in my face. They are one of the, f- they're, they're a league pass top five team to watch. Yeah. They are so much fun. Yeah. They're, they're great stuff. They're so exciting. Um, I... Really like JJJ, Jaron Jackson Jr. Got a weird, funny jump shot. Bit of a joke, him know about it. Hilarious, but goes in decently enough. Um, I can't wait to see, you know, John Morant, Brandon Clark, JJJ, their future. Jay Crowder, Even he's Dylan happy. Brooks. Dylan Brooks, Jay Crowder. D- <laughs> what was the thing again? The Dylan Brooks, the, the mix up. Oh, they try Aaron Brooks. Is <laughs> no, that his Ma- name? Marshawn Brooks. Oh, Marshawn Brooks. Yeah, tra- trading Brooks? the wrong player. Aaron Brooks played for Houston back in the day. He was no good. Um, uh, yeah, Jay Crowder is happy and hitting threes. And well, he played poorly today. That, that's Jay Crowder, though. You know, yeah, it's going to be consistent. But yeah, no, they are they are a fun team. They are fun. And Boston's got their pick this year. Um, if it's anything after pick seven, Boston gets it. Ah, uh-huh. so we want it to be you know around seven. Classic. They are pushing it further and further away from the lottery at this point. Yeah. So if they if it's between one and six, they keep it and we get it next year. So um, definitely well, keeping. I reckon it's looking good for you guys. In, from how that sounds. But we don't want it at fifteen. We want seven. Oh, so hopefully they lose a few more games. Hopefully they Vegas can't be choosers, mate. No, we can't. But um. Even still, it's uh, they're good to watch, and I hate the fact that I really like watching them play. They might have the nicest uniforms in the league. Their Vancouver Grizzlies uniform oh, is yeah, beautiful. They are so nice. So definitely one to keep an eye out for. Small market team, but 
they are going to be making big strides quite soon, I reckon. Yeah, that's it. So, uh, Miami, the Miami Heat. For me, great system, great coach, um, but they they have overachieved so far. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm waiting for the Youngs, like Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, Kendrick Nunn. I feel like Kendrick Nunn might not, but I'm waiting for these type of guys to stop being the pillars and to hit the rookie wall, which, my gosh, will happen. And if it doesn't happen, they're going to get hit the playoff wall. Something, something, this does not happen. It'll, You know what? If they continue to go, go at the level that they're going at, it will have to have like a documentary because this does not happen. How are they, what, 9-0 and now in overtime? Yeah. It's what they're doing doesn't make a lot of sense. They are a good team. Yeah. But, and it does surprise me how deep they are. Yeah. And but I don't know how much noise they'll make because, like you said, it's hard to rely on young shooters, especially in the yeah. playoffs. So we'll monitor that one going forward. And, and Bam, i got to clarify, is not in that category I was talking about. Bam's elite. Bam is going to be elite. He's good stuff. Um, he's great. Um, but they're going to hit the wall. Um, may not be, you know, embarrassing or whatever, but may be gracious. They may go out hard fight in the second round, but they're not for real, in my opinion. Um, I'm sure some, someone's going to bring me back on this now. Something, something. Yeah, this will get brought oh, up. We, every, everything that we say now. Because we're the media. Oh, gosh. But what I do want to point out, though, about Miami, mm. and this one shits me to tears, <laughs> you always hear about how hard and boring, you said it before. Yeah. How Giannis is boring because he you know, just gets free throws, goes to the line. Jimmy Butler has one of the highest free throw rates in NBA history. So just for uh, just to give you the context, so for for 100 field goal attempts, Giannis goes to the line 51 times. For 100 field goal attempts for Harden, goes to the line 52 times. Jimmy Butler goes to the line 72 times per 100 field goal attempts. That's ridiculous. He He's lives there. Crafty. He's a crafty man. I cannot stand watching him. Yeah. I think he's overrated. Yeah. He, he he the worst part is he overrates himself. I mm. know a lot of basketball players do, but he So, okay. Quick one. I'm a Philly fan. Haven't established that but Ah, uh, I'm a Philly fan. Ask me if I'm salty about Jimmy Butler. I wasn't. And I I I've actually gone on the side to believe that we or Philly didn't offer him the max. Okay? And it's let's leave it there. And there might be problems with Ben Simmons and him getting become friendships, whatever. Um, but then, I think it's been like at least ten times. <laughs> I'm exaggerating, but it's near that number that he has said this season. It's it's slowed down now. Oh, there's a secret with Philly. It'll come out eventually. It'll come out eventually. I'm not a snitch. That should be a segment of ours. Secrets oh, with Jimmy. Oh, my God. And we just bring out the bullshit Secrets that he's making. Secrets with Jimmy, out. but we're not going to tell you. We'll no. just tell you that it's there. Secrets. <laughs> that has made me angry and pretty much hate him. Oh, just just such a... The way he handled the wolf situation, the way he left Philly. Such a And I, I think it's a He seems happy in Miami, but it's... If history repeats... He didn't last in Chicago either. I, I, I History think, repeats itself. I think at the when he first got there, so of course, you know, Sixers Twitter facilitated me knowing this and laughing at this. He first got there and he's like, I loved 
the send-off that they gave D-Wade. And shout-out to the Rice to Ricky Sanchez podcast, my favourite Sixers podcast. Spike Eskin then goes on to say, you know why D-Wade got a big send-off? Because <laughs> he's pretty much, you know, like he won, what was it, three championships three. with them? He's like... The finals MVP. Maybe not like the highest peak of their quality. First, their first ever championship in 2006. Yeah, yeah, like maybe not the highest peak of quality. Like LeBron's their best player ever. LeBron's the best player to ever put the yeah, jersey on. D-Wade's the greatest. And you can say that Shaq is the greatest is even, member of the Miami Heat. Yes, the greatest, so, you know what I'm saying, the greatest Miami Heat guy mm. is D-Wade. He's done the most for them. Jimmy Butler is not, unless they pull off some miraculous trade, in Jimmy Butler's time, I highly, highly doubt he's going to get a championship. They may get one right as he's taken off, right as, and or they'll phase him out in some sort of way. He's a silly man. We'll discuss this another time. We can go on with this for a while, but yeah, let's get going. All right. The Milwaukee Bucks. Wow, they're steamrolling everyone. For me, it's a carbon copy of last season, minus Brogdon, and for me that equals the same result. They're going to blow everyone in the um, in the regular season like they're doing, but they're going to come up against some some team. Who may they come up against? A team of long boys. A team of long Embiid's and Horford's and Ben Simmons that are built to stop Giannis. And they are, whether it's us or whether it's someone else, they're going to get found out again in the playoffs. And I'm happy for Giannis that he's improved and he should win MVP or Harden. It's going to be them two again, in my opinion. But for me, again, what what tells me that they're different from last season? I know Kawhi's gone, but I think the Sixers especially, and you can argue that other teams, are ready enough to stop this Milwaukee 101 game plan. Build a wall. Build a wall and just do your best to run out to the shooter sort of thing. See, I'm, I get where you're coming from, and that was my mindset last year. You know, Boston had the the one game lead over Milwaukee in the in the second round I thought geez we've got him here it's easy to stop Giannis but it's not it's really not <laughs> he's really 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 good and I don't like it yeah he's so, great look, I do agree with you Philly's the one team that are built to beat the Bucks but why don't you just watch them play they've got the best net rating in the league um, so they're on average beating their opponents with 12.7 points per game. The second highest in the league is 7.6. So The Lakers. Yeah, they're doing it quite comfortably at the moment. Yeah. Their system does work. Surround you. It's, it's it's different, but it reminds me of the 2009 Orlando Magic where it's one big man in the middle, four shooters. If they... I mean, I, I wasn't following it from at that time, but the only reference I sort of have in this scenario is last season, the Bucks. If they won the championship last season and they done it easily, like it looked like they were going to, then I would actually start to... I would probably entertain more ideas of Ben Simmons or even Joel Embiid, like getting one of them out. You know, that's always yep. the big thing. Yep. But because it didn't happen, especially the Ben Simmons one, I don't believe in that game plan. And Dwight Howard didn't end up getting the championship Orlando. No, he didn't. And maybe maybe, maybe that's happened before. I, I would, but but take an educated guess that it probably hasn't happened that too often because there hasn't been. It's only a new long enough of shooting. Thing, yeah, yeah, but 
you, I think people have tend to forgotten that the Bucks were up in Game Three against Toronto quite big in the fourth quarter. Yeah, that if they hold on to that, they're up three nothing. They win that series. Uh, I don't it's, know. We're talking about a five minute period of basketball where the whole landscape changes. I think they could be the real deal. Yeah, I just think that that was them. You know, they rightfully come came undone. Anyway, let's keep going. So Minnesota, Cat uh, and Wiggins, hot starts. Um, everyone with Cat's injury have seemed to cool off, cooled off, and uh, it seems to be another sour note for the season. Seems like another same sort of season. What was it a 10, 10 game losing streak at one point? Yeah. So I don't know what to say about I got, that. I got excited. I've I like Andrew Wiggins, and finally seemed to put it together. His efficiency was up. He was making meaningful moves with the ball. Wasn't settling for long twos. Was passing the ball well. And it sort of seemed to taper off already. Didn't yeah. last too long. But, I mean, Cat was out, so he did have the offense in his hands and it did make it a bit harder. Yeah. Um. But, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just sort of inevitable with, the, with these wolves. It just sort of collapses. They need to do something ASAP because Cat will leave. They need to... Whether they trade him before he does, he's not going to stay around with his mediocre franchise if nothing does change, yep. which sucks because Minnesota do des- like their fans deserve some sort the of. The first thing that just comes to mind is like, for example, so like you just whoever needs a center, like like again, I'm sorry, I'm bringing it back to Philly, but even like so, or even like the Bucks, like they need Brook Lopez to shoot those threes because Giannis is the big guy as well. And you need your center to stretch the floor for Giannis. Same with sort of like Philly or whatever. Whoever needs a big shooter, you know, maybe Cat could go there. Or that's the only way. It'll cost an arm. I can't even think of it for this team. But we won't go into it now because we can talk about this for ages and we'll debate about this for ages. But I think Cat's the best offensive big man in the league. Yeah, probably is. Like, what's he having? Twenty six, eleven, and four. Big man. I actually didn't think of this before when we talked about this before. AD? I'm taking Cat over AD offensively. Yeah? Yeah, because he can create his own shot. Yeah. When AD's off, when LeBron's off the floor, AD struggles, and he did the same again in New Orleans. Yeah. Cat's chucking up 8.6 threes a game. He's doing step back threes as a center. Yeah. Hitting them at 40%. Yeah, that's pretty That's pretty impressive. You don't, see, you don't see that. So, best offensive center in the league, in my opinion. Yeah, but we'll get into that. We'll go with that for now. Um, next would be New Orleans. We've already touched on them a bit. Looking good, exciting. I like Ingram, Zion. Can't wait. Uh, Lonzo, great stuff. Can't wait for some defense. New York Knicks. Next. I didn't think, <laughs> I didn't think that they would be this bad. I did. I thought um, it was coming from a mile away. Despite their star and the media labeling them as if like that's what it is, and I guess everyone can keep labeling them that, as that. I thought that Randus, and I still think that Randus, Randall, <laughs> no, the com- a combination of them, <laughs> Randall and Morris, um, and Co. Like Alfred Payton is decent, man. No, he's not. <sighs> Payton's done nothing in his league. He's been bouncing around for teams for reasons. Who was he with? And I was like, I think it was New Orleans. Mm. When they were, it's the fast pace stuff. Yeah, maybe that. But 
He's not a good player. I just... They've got a team of no you? ball handlers. <laughs> Frankie Smokes. Frank Nilakina is not an NBA point guard. Yeah, I love him, he's but he's funny. not. He's then they've so got funny. How many power forwards do they have? Yes. I understand all this. There is no shooting. There's no space. There's no one that can create. There's no one that can penetrate. I think I looked at, like, just Mitchell Robinson, uh, Randis, <laughs> <laughs> Randis, Alfred Baden, and Moral as well. Kevin. <laughs> um, what's the other guy? Kevin Knox. Went to Kentucky and I'm still trying to be with him. You can forget that name pretty quickly, I think. Yeah, I know. Um, did I say Kevin Knox just then? You did. Yeah. I, I don't even remember. It's, it's getting pretty late, Jack. It's only 11 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, let's move on. The Knicks are crap. For gosh. For gosh, for God's sake! And I try not to. Dol- say Dolan no, needs babe. to go. Dolan needs to go. It won't happen. But that's the one thing that's holding the Knicks back. But As OKC, always. OKC, the Oklahoma City Thunder are so much better now than when they had Westbrook. Um, the point guard, the Chris chemistry Paul. has taken me back. Like facilitated by Chris Paul, I couldn't believe that this has been the case so far. Like, I thought he was just going to come in, whinge his way out, like, absolutely force a trade. I think um, everyone thought that. And I sort of, sort of like, wondering why he hasn't done that in a way. He's, like, 30 million years old. He's earning more than that. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. 44 million years. And that's the problem. He, he's got such a big contract. Does yeah. he have the biggest or yeah, something? I think so. Oh, my gosh. And um, that's why he's going to be hard to trade. Yeah, that's why he. I reckon he has been hard to trade. And I can't believe he hasn't winched his way out of it. And it's just been sunshine and rainbows. And they, if they hold on, they might play in the playoffs and rebuild on the fly well, with all those draft picks. Well, that's the thing. With, with the picks that they've got coming from the Clippers, which aren't going to be great picks because obviously the Clippers will be, you know, quite high up there in the standings. But I thought you can get rid of Chris Paul for some picks. Steven Adams, you get rid of some picks. Danilo Gallinari can get rid of some picks. I thought there's going to be a huge Yeah, game. I thought definitely. But no, they've gone a three-point guard lineup more often than not with Gilgis Alexander, Paul, and Dennis Schroeder. And it works. They've, they're playing good basketball. They, they, you know, they're down 20 in how many games, and they're coming back. Chris Paul's got the best clutch stats in the league this year. Yeah. Billy Donovan, who's been criticized as a bad coach because he you know, hasn't really had much of a go with Durant and Westbrook at the helm. I, I st- he's finally proving that he's a good NBA coach. I, I still think that, and I thought this before the season, I still think that teams are going to come for Stephen Adams. Yep. Uh, I, I think that you guys, the Boston Celtics and the LA Clippers, are going to come hard right at the end of the trade deadline mm-hmm. for Stephen Adams, Stephen Adams, which they definitely should. And I think as much as OKC okay, so are fun and proving people wrong right now, there's still a good chance they do blow it up because what's there's this new sort of theory after the after the Sixers did it, a lot of ta- a lot of teams don't want to be stuck in the no man's land. Yeah, it's blow it up or win a championship. That's my mentality. But and obviously not every team can do that at once. Yeah, but I feel like it could happen still. Yeah. Okay, let's keep going. Orlando. Uh JL, what do you got? I'm going to annoy you here. So Jonathan Isaac, he looks like he's going to be a good player. He's already an elite wing defender. Great defender. So he's playing at the four but can defend almost every position. Moves so well laterally. 
very long. But what's going to annoy you? What's really going to grind to you? So I'm, I love this man. I thought I was in a committed relationship with this man because I thought Boston were going to draft in number one. Mark Alfords. Lucky they didn't. Luckily we didn't. Unfortunately for you, you got stuck with him and you traded him for a bag of chips. And <sighs> I love a bag of chips. What is your favourite flavour of chips? Chips in Australia, by the way, are crisps. crisps in the UK. Crisps. Yeah, what are they in America? Chips and then chips and fries. Ah, yes. That's confusing. Anyway, I think Markel Fultz is going to be a very good player. When he's got the ball in his hands, especially in transition, he looks elite. Can carve through defences almost at will. He's one shot away from really, really... I mean, there's so many players that are one shot away. <laughs> but Don't say that. He looks good with the ball. He's looking more and more confident every game. In With you know being in no spotlight in Orlando, he's in the perfect situation. I think his game is going to develop quite nicely over the next few years, so keep an eye out. Let me just say this. Here we go. And here's me. We're, we're going to do maybe this again. Okay, of course, like we keep saying. Everyone... This season, Slam especially, and Bleacher Report, all this. Markel Fultz. <laughs> Markel Fultz. Oh, everyone doubted him. How did they treat him like this? Making up that, like, Philly fans treated him badly. You guys loved him. We cherished him. We gave him friendly Bronx cheers. <laughs> and a few booze in there. <laughs> friendly Bronx cheers. We nurtured and waited and waited and waited for this boy. We were never hard on him. And I'm sorry to break the news to everyone, but he was this good. Maybe a little bit less confidence, but he was this good in Philly. In the 14 games he played. Yes. Where he averaged nine points a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, come on. He was still... He what, wasn't penetrating like what this. What is... No, that well, then that's a little bit of a confidence thing. Let's not talk about mind again. Oh, here we go. A little bit of a confidence thing. But his capabilities then are still the same as now, although he does take a couple of threes every now and then, makes about one-eighth of one three per game. And I actually probably should have said, shouldn't have said that because that might be a real number, but I was exaggerating. He doesn't make shots. He doesn't make proper shots. He's, he's still his, his mid range is all right. It's all right. He's and still, it was in Philly. Okay, and if he improves that, then it's dangerous time. And I will say he's better. His but he's not better. He's not better. He's just the same guy. We were patient with him, and then the bag of chips that we traded him for was damn delicious. And now you got Al Horford out of it, and you don't Al like him. So Horford, let's move on. Markel is crap. We will talk about that another time. Get off the hype train, everyone that likes him. Jump on. Now, this next team. Quite fitting. I don't know if you've heard of them. Uh, the Philadelphia 76ers. Got nothing to say here. Oh. Let's talk serious. Okay. Okay. I am ready to go to Philly in June for the finals. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, ceiling, championship. That's what I thought. Before the season. Still think that. Uh, f- floor? Ground? Floor. Floor? Uh, Lower than you expected? I, I reckon this is the floor. What we're seeing right now, even though there's injury and whatever, what we're seeing right now is the floor. 
the questions that were being asked before the season, the negative ones, about where's the shooting, where's the ball handler, this is the problems. I still think we're good enough with our effort, and our effort levels are what lose us these regular season games. You keep matching your opponent's intensities. Yes, and we can overcome those negative questions with a bit more effort in a lot of these games. And in the playoffs, our def- our amazing defense and effort hopefully comes, I think we'll be superior a lot of the time. And we are so built to beat Milwaukee, but we may not get the chance to face Milwaukee no. because if you do get Indiana in the <sighs> first round... If we get Toronto yeah. in the first round, man, if we get Toronto and they've got everyone in, you know how Embiid goes against Gasol. And it's not... Man, I, like Stephen A, I expected Embiid to go first time there after he cried there, just like Stephen A said. I thought there was like a 40-piece coming. Mm. And he got a zero. Over. We need to... Be, Philadelphia need to be putting more effort. I think they're currently sitting at their floor. It's not as bad as some people are making it out to be. But the pressure's on them. But the pressure is on... Um, I'm hoping pressure makes diamonds, as it does. I don't know if that mentality's there in Philly at the moment. You but talk to me about Philly, and I'll tell you you're wrong. Here we go. Now, I've... And I've said this a million times... We have the most handsome team in the league. Al Horford helped. He's a good-looking man. He's great. Yeah. Ben Simmons, beautiful. But I said to you earlier... Howell Neto, oh my gosh. Have you seen him? Yeah, he's not bad. I'm in love yeah, with him. Spanish look. I don't even know he's Spanish, but he looks Spanish. Anyway. So handsome. Matisse... Oh, sorry, Matisse Thibel. So he's handsome. He's style. so yeah, handsome. Yeah, he's, oh. he's like a grandma's favourite because he's so cute. <laughs> gonna, he's, he's cute. <laughs> I think people are going to start thinking yeah. I'm homosexual yeah. now. <laughs> anyway. I'm not homosexual. Anyway, um, not there's anything wrong with that. If you were not that, uh, have you seen, do you like Seinfeld? <sighs> oh, we're gonna have to cut all this. You no, this is good stuff. I don't want to be talking about Seinfeld on here. Friends is better. Oh, there we go. Yeah, that's really rolling, Nathan. Up. Did, did, uh, have I had this conversation with you before? Is no. this why? You, oh. oh. Friends is not better than Seinfeld. Oh, anyway, stop it. <laughs> Let's go. You talk before I kill you. Here we go. Friends okay. is not better. Do you like Friends? Love it. Oh. It's my favorite show of all time. You, oh, oh, I can't believe, I can't believe you're sitting here with me in my car. Oh. Let's go. I'm about to put my seatbelt on. <laughs> and for all our new listeners, all our fans, that is going to be uh, symbolism or something else. I need, need a better word. When someone puts a seatbelt on, and we're going to make sure it's rare because it's got to be that serious. If you hear one of us put our seatbelt on, that means serious business. It means I'm basically putting my seatbelt on so it can hold me back from killing Jack. Which will be quite frequent. Which will be... I'm ready to put it on first episode. This is insane. Oh my gosh. Anyway, sorry. You talk about Philly. Now, I said this to you earlier. Philly would go as far as Ben Simmons takes them. I think Embiid's, Embiid's their best player, in my opinion, and I think that's quite comfortable. But this team relies on Ben to, A, become more aggressive, B, just have some balls with his shot. Even if he shoots 25% from three, it'll still help the offense. Yeah. Just stretch the floor a little bit. 
And the other thing I worry about is the fit. And I know Philly fans worry about it as well. The fit of Al Horford doesn't seem to be working at this point. However, his stats have looked pretty good. He's looked comfortable on the floor once and B's gone out. A little little bit. Not great. Not like he was in Atlanta. Not like he was in Boston. But he's obviously, with him being gone, he stepped into that role quite well. Yeah. And... I don't think Philly should be choosing between one of Ben or Embiid yet. Yeah, neither do I. But ben playing, ben playing quite well without Joel and Al stepping up does sort of invite Alarm bells at the yeah. end of this season. We've discussed this. Alarm bells, depending on our results. So it's... um. But we will keep going. One to watch. One to watch. We'll keep going. I'm sure we're going to dive into Philly very many times. Phoenix. Uh, yeah. Not much to say. I thought that the hot start was sort of for real. Really? Yes. Really? Uh, I thought that Rubio, um, Big Banger Baines, and Co. And Ubre's having a Ubre's got to be having the best season of his life. Oh, without having you, you missed of, Devin Booker though. Oh yeah, yeah, sorry. It's just automatic, Devin Booker. It's like James Harden. It's like automatic. Um, yeah, with um, with. What's the center's name? Aiden out. With Aiden out. Yeah, 25 for, games. For PEDs, 25 games again. Um, man, they were looking good, and I thought it was for real. As in, not like top four for real. Eighth seed. Eighth seed for real. Really? But uh, no, apparently See, not. No, it was never going to happen. Oh, my gosh. It was never going to happen, but... I Booker, thought they were a Ricky Rubio away from the eighth seed. They're more than that. And they got big banger bands. Things is all right. Ubre's improving. Ubre's improving. What is? Why are they not? Ah, oh, I got to look more. They've got into no this. depth. Yes, that's correct. But once again, Booker has been dominating since the start of the year. Yeah, he's so amazing. Since January first, he's averaging most points per game in the league. Real efficient. Chucking in like six or seven assists in there. He's good. Portland, the Portland Trailblazers. Personally, oh my gosh, I had them finishing fourth which they are not going to. Injuries derail it, though. Uh, yes. In my opinion, Mallow has not really impressed me. A bit of hype, but I think that settled down nicely. But, yeah, he hasn't impress- impressed me that much. I don't know how much I would be starting him. I know they don't have much op- options. They have no option. I, yes. For them, they are missing Collins and Nurkic so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that Baysmore was going to work out, but obviously Baysmore in... Collins and Nurkic not in does not work. No. I reckon it could have worked nicely. Who did they get rid of for the Baysmore slot? I mean, they got rid of Evan Turner. Was that even this season, this offseason? I think it was. I think it was. Could have been. Yeah, so I think they did all right. That might have been a trade because Evan Turner's at Atlanta yeah. sitting on the bench. and now Doing nothing. Anyway. The Blazers... Injuries. Injuries have done it. CJ's regressed a little bit, but I just think that's law of averages sometimes. Yeah, bring him to Philly. Um, he wouldn't... He'd be all right there. But yeah, again, he would be. Doesn't shoot the three very well. Yeah. But I like that Mallow's got a place in the league. And he's not playing... People are trying to hold him to you know, the Mallow of old. He's not going to be that. But he's still proving that he's a serviceable player in the NBA. Averaging, what, 14 points. few rebounds. Defense really hasn't been there. But... He's proving that he does belong in the NBA. Shouldn't have been outcasted last year. Yeah. If nothing else. That's what. That's the only thing I really care about their season so far. I am going to see those two teams that we just 
said in a row, Phoenix and uh, Portland. Jack, I'm going to America. That's exciting. At the end of the next month. And we will be podcasting while I'm there. And I'm hopefully going to be doing them straight after I go to NBA games. What I was just about to say is... Fans around the world will be listening. I'm going to see Portland at Talks, Talking Stick Arena, I believe it's called, um, in Phoenix. Portland be against Phoenix. Uh, hopefully Lillard and uh, Booker go off. I'm hoping that Nurkic might be back. I don't know. He's a good player. That his timeline. Yeah. Uh, anyway, moving on. Sacramento. My thoughts... If you can't bring back Dave Yeager and they're not getting along, as you as you told me, the players yeah, or something, there was just bring his brain or his his <laughs> philosophy back and fire Luke Walton because what is going on? I, the, again, like, haven't they gotten like better players? And it's like you know, I know they had the injury straight away to Bagley and then Fox, um, but what? I haven't. <laughs> it, it is another what sort of situation. Why are they so much worse? I haven't looked into this of late, but. Initially at the start of the year, well, part of the reason why the Kings were so good last season was that they played fast. They played so fast. It was it was awesome. It, it was great to watch. Mm. They would just run up and down the court. And Fox at the helm doing that with Heald next to him, you're going to be just in transition most of the game. I don't know about well, if it's changed, but I know in the first like few weeks of the season, Luke Walton had had him at like the fifth slowest pace in the league. Haven't they got, is it, is, is it Harrison Barnes they've got? Yeah, yeah classic. This is not right, Harrison Barnes. Yeah. If he sort of brings bad fortune around with him. He's just not fast. He's not fast, is no. he? No. But he, he's actually okay. He's He's been playing all right. He play, feels old for him. But he's not going to win you many games. He just yeah. sort of no, yeah, he, doesn't he, take away. He's decent, but yeah. yeah, he's not that fast, good stuff. San Antonio coming to the, the home stretch here. San Antonio Spurs. What do you got? I think... That the playoff streak will end. Ooh. I think this is it. I know it's Popovich. I know they've got some good young players, and I know they've got some good veterans in there too. It's a nice, healthy mix. And our boy, Paddy Mills. But What a man. Big fan of the show. I do think, though, that... I just don't I don't see any way that they actually make the eighth seed, and I know that I'm going to get called out for this because every single year... People say, no, the Spurs are too old. Yeah. That's it. And they always just come fighting back. Yeah. But I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to say it quite confidently, not very confidently, This, they won't make the playoffs this year, and the streak will be done. I just, like you always tell me not to write off LeBron, I can't- Don't write off the Spurs. I can't write off the Spurs, and I've loved seeing them rise after their big losing streak. I love seeing them rise because some of these games, especially against your Boston Celtics, which I watched. Did you watch that one? Great one. The way they were moving the ball was just like, oh my gosh, no one could stop them in this particular game. There are times where they do, Yeah, you can see Pop's philosophy, 2014 Spurs, where they're moving the ball around. Yeah. But there are other times where Lamarcus is chucking up his contested yeah, long range Yeah, at the end of the day, it's just... DeMar DeRozan's doing his fadeaways, yeah. and it just sometimes it just doesn't work. Paddy yes. Mills goes one for eight from three. That's it. Paddy's great. Uh, Toronto, the reigning champions. Uh, for me, it's a bit of the same stuff. Um, they kept the band together. They showed us last season what they can do when Kawhi is out. He was out quite a bit last season and they were still winning so many games without him. They had a great record without him. They've got a great team. They've got a really well 
built team and credit to Nick Nurse. Just yeah, and just great role players. These you know these Boucher is that his name? Boucher. Boucher. Um, and what's that other guy? The undrafted guy is it Davidson or something like that? Anyway. Role players. Toronto in these last few years, and I count Siakam and uh, Ananobi in this category. They have a bunch of guys that will beat you and you don't even know who their name is. You've never heard mm. of them before. Freddie Van Vliet. Ob- yeah, obviously like, yeah, Van Vliet. We, we know them now. You know those three. Even going into last season though, they weren't yeah. well-known players. Who the hell is Ananobi? Spicy P. Is Ananobi English? He's English. No, he's not. Is he not, or is Canadian? Know. I don't know. He's something not American. I'm sure of it. And I, I think it's actually English, is, we'll, which is incredible. We'll do a fact check on that. One. <laughs> yeah, well, what what type of podcast is this? <laughs> one where we don't have any internet. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, all right, so I believe we're down to our last two. Yeah. Uh, the Utah Jazz. Uh this is a good one. Uh, for me. I had them to finish third, and again, very proud of that one. As we said before, they're- That was expected, I thought. They're the Indian- I, I don't think so. I, I had them up there. I, I mean, I think they're it might big, have just been the media, but they didn't give them much credit, and I thought, the how can you not does. be giving them this much credit? Big Great coach. Over the They've season. got the Brad Stevens of the West, don't they? Mm-hmm. They Quinny do. Boy, Quinny Snyder. They've got a, an amazing coach, a great system- Pretty much the best defender in the league at the moment in Rudy. There's no pretty much. He is comfortably the best defender. He in the is just yes. Um, they got uh, yeah. Joe. Uh, what, what's his nickname? Down yeah. under Durant. You heard that one? <laughs> Please never say that again. <laughs> Down under Durant. Uh, and then they added Bogdanovich and Mike Conley. Yes, it hasn't um, fit that well so far with Conley. But you can't add Bogdanovich and Conley mm. and get worse, which they I couldn't didn't believe. Lose anyone from their call, yeah, other than favors. Yeah, I can't believe they seem to have gotten worse. But now, rightly so, they've corrected it. I reckon they're definitely going to get third in the east, uh, in the west. Sorry. They do the same thing every year: start slow, build it up. They are a force to be reckoned with in the west. Yeah, the Don't. casual fans. You're going to sound smart when you start repeating this stuff Yes, to Utah is for but real. Utah is a very, very good team. Of course, they lack the LeBron and the Kawhi, which is crucial. Donovan Mitchell... No, might not, no, 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 no. I'm no. Not, not putting him there yet. <laughs> no, no, don't but in, say that. In future years, he's going. he could well be a top 10 Here's the thing. League. Here's the thing. Top 10 player With LeBron years, especially and the Lakers. And yes, okay, I, I guess I lean towards the Clippers and this, and this is why I'll bring up the Lakers. Yes, LeBron and AD are special and that. But if you can just catch LeBron and or, and or AD, a little bit injured or, and or, a little bit of a bad game, and just completely stop everyone else on the Lakers, that's pretty much the formula. And I reckon the Utah Jazz, as I like to say, all things clicking, I reckon there's like... Like, what What was it like? Six teams at least that can win the title, or mm. eight. And Utah is definitely one Without of them. Without a doubt. All things clicking, they can, yeah, they can win it. <sighs> and please. Yeah, I was give, waiting for this. I was waiting for this. Please give Rudy the all-star. I Honestly, he deserves it. 
and I don't want to see him get emotional again. He might cry. He's so active on Twitter, like liking those posts, like like people like um, analyzing it, breaking it down, all the stats, and be like, Rudy deserves to be an all star, and he likes. I'm like, oh. I saw this thing a few years ago, and it was ranking the best ever players that never made an all star game, and Monte Ellis was number one. (laughs) I think at this point, Rudy Gobert is the best player of all time I, I, to have never made an All-Star game. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I know, but I would say that uh, Rudy Gobert and until Matisse Thybul, <laughs> <laughs> Matisse Thy- yeah, anyway, I won't get into it, but Rudy Gobert, yes, got to make the All-Star. Please vote him in, people, because he needs to be there. Voting's closed. Okay, so let's wrap it up, my friend. Lucky last. The Washington Wizards. We should have wrapped it up after you, Taylor. There's not much to oh say about gosh. the Wizards. Oh, my gosh. I've got nothing. I've literally got nothing. What I, can I say? I like Bill. Yeah. Why did he sign that contract? What is it in Washington? Do you no, know? He must be friends with John Wall. Something. No, you take, you take the money. But look, Bertans have been a nice little surprise. Mm. they got to keep um, him and somehow. The, and they something. got him because Marcus Morris decided that he wasn't going to sign with the Spurs. Yep. They got rid of Bertans like a sign Morris, and then he backed out of his contract. Yeah. So Bertans been a nice little gift for Washington. But other than that, Rui hasn't done much because he's been injured. Testicular torsion. Being dis- testicular torsion? Yeah. As in testicular testicles? Yeah, I had to get surgery on it. <sighs> mm. Torsion? What's torsion? Like, just not good, in other words. You don't oh. want to be in that situation. So they're, they're, fun, they're fun to watch, though. Ish yeah, Smith they're fun, all Boston. that stuff. Ish Smith, the GOAT. They've got, they've got like a top five offense Thomas Bryant's the about to come back, and therefore they'll like get even worse defensively, stuff, stuff. But, jeez, it is fun to watch when they're on because they can score 140 points easily, but they'll give up 145. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but, yeah, that's the Wizards. And that pretty much brings us to a wrap. Um, I do want to give a shout-out to Jasper Zoe um, for – helping me out thoroughly with the graphics for launching the podcast. Um, please like the podcast, the the Bronx Cheer Basketball on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram, all the Bronx Cheer Basketball. And please give us a like on the podcast, subscribe, and we'll uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you very much, Nate. It's been been good fun. Can't wait for next week. Thanks, mate.